0: But you see, as a woman, I was ready to change my behavior (laughs) and change it to make you happy. Uh That is the problem. Not me.
1: Everybody, and welcome back to the Human Element, Kara's podcast focused on finding ways to inject humanity and insight into modern marketing. I'm here with Sarah Stringer, and we are live in parentheses <laughs> yeah. at Advertising Week, whatever that means. We're a little biased because we're New Yorkers, a little tired from Advertising Week. Yeah, yeah. Um. So let's just jump in. If you could explain Advertising Week in one word
0: this year, what it would be? Can it be two and the same? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we like to think that we're all like moving forward a lot, but I still feel like we're still talking about the same things every single year. And I think in some ways it's slightly depressing to realize that you have advertising where everyone gives them a good good pass on the back for all their good work, but the reality is everyone's just giving themselves a pat on the back and we're not recognizing the problems. Mm, okay. That's a depressing way to yeah, start. Advertising yeah, it's like, week, it's right. depressing. <laughs> Yay.
1: Well, you actually sat in on a 5G panel. Is that correct? And not one word of 5G was actually said on that panel. Yeah,
0: I was, I mean, this, this for me is like the annoyance of advertising week, which is how can we make sure that we slam some buzzwords into the title to try and obviously get the most people to turn out for our sponsored uh, talk? And then you get to it and you realize it's the same old, everyone talking about what a great job that they've done. And then ironically, no one's actually talking about the technology or the ways to move forward like it's not around like what could we be doing how can we partner i think one of the key themes that i've noticed is that some of the new entrants are really talking about collaboration but a lot of the like big age old partners and brands are just kind of giving themselves a good pass on the back um and it's all about what they've done and that you them telling you why that they're the best at doing that versus being like how can we actually all as an industry solve for a range of different problems which I would quite like advertising week to be how do we actually table a problem versus how do we say this is the right way to do it. Here's my business card.
1: Right, right. And I do think that there is an element where you don't want to share that secret sauce. And some of these topics that are happening at advertising week, you can't give that away. And a lot of brands don't want to give that away. Sure. Unless you're talking about the creative that's already in front of the consumer. Yeah. So you're not really losing anything. So it's almost frustrating for people in in our media world, uh, to have to be sitting into that. But on a lighter note, (laughs) (laughs) why is it still important for brands to attend if it is at all?
0: I mean, I think the thing that I felt good about at Advertising Week is actually the number of young people that were there. Um, So here I am, crusty, very upset, old person talking about why is the industry not moving forward? But I was actually like very buoyed to see the number of like Uh, young kids there. I say young kids, I'm turning 36. So basically anyone probably around their early 20s. But it was really nice to see that it wasn't necessarily just this sort of, you know, middle-aged male crew that you probably expect to be out schmoozing and actually to see a lot of youngsters there interviewing people actually like genuinely like leaning in and being like, oh, I saw you on a panel. Would it be okay if I could have 10 minutes of your time just to discuss some topics? And, you know, I was lucky enough to experience that. um, There were three guys that had come from Puerto Rico and they were like, doing interviews basically for like a publication that they um, that they write for. And I was just like, that's what the industry needs, which is more people being curious about how they can get involved. So I think, you know, as much as I might be a little complaining about some things, I think it's nice to see the amount of young people that are leaning into, these are topics that we're now discussing. Here are some big brands that you could actually reach out to and Honestly, I'm, I'm impressed that their confidence levels are actually just going up and approaching people and engaging in that conversation.
1: And for the people that didn't get to go to Advertising Week New York, were there any two, three key themes that are really nice to take away
0: from that? Or, yeah. I mean, I think it's as a millennial... It's very interesting to just see how hot Gen Z has definitely become. Um, mm-hmm. TikTok had a big presence um up in sort of like the kind of like the like entertainers kind of like um upper level space of the AMC um theater. And, you know, seeing people that obviously probably don't have TikTok on their phone, looking at the platform and trying to like understand like what it is and why is it popular, and kind of understanding, I guess, the the kind of like dumbness about it, like people just being themselves and being, allowing them to be their true dumb selves and everyone kind of embracing it. Um, So I think it was interesting the number of people that are now opening up to this idea that, you know, brands probably need to take themselves less seriously. And seeing this new wave of consumers coming in um, it was interesting. I actually saw that there's... I didn't attend it, but I saw that there was a talk actually talking also about the differences already of Gen Gen Z and Gen Alpha. So, you know, um, folks like Super Awesome were, were talking about, obviously, the effects that we're seeing young people really having on our own media habits. But, I mean, even this week at the UN, um, with old Greta coming out and, you know, shaking things up, like, we're seeing a lot of energy and um, I think the voices of a lot of young people really being heard. And that's obviously vastly generated through having an amazing like social network for them to have voices. So I think we're definitely seeing that presence now come through at Advertising Week. So I think definitely that energy of youngsters not only coming up in the industry, but also youngsters as a creative wave of change for how brands need to be looking at their marketing.
1: Was there a session that you really, really loved or enjoyed when you were there?
0: So one that was kind of dark if i'm honest um so it was actually one that i attended today uh this is thursday it was by a professor from um rmit university which is a university in melbourne australia and he essentially is like a well decorated academic he has um you know lots of qualifications from harvard and mit and um, he's studied Buddhism and you know he's very like very well decorated. and then he used to run an agency in Australia. And he essentially just talked about how he was fully burnt out. He didn't really know what his purpose was anymore, and that he defined his success largely through um, the biggest accounts that he said that he had and, you know, how much money he was bringing in, and the connections that he made that would take him to the next level, really, within his work. And then he just was very honest about the fact that one day he drove himself to a train station to try and commit suicide. And he was like, I don't really understand what my purpose for being is, and this is how I define myself. So his talk was really around his own journey of self-discovery through this burnout culture that we see quite frequently um, in advertising and kind of like readdress what's actually important and and kind of provided these like life lessons of what you should be doing to try and avoid burnout or basically just be a better human. And I mean, I guess the key takeaway, there were like seven lessons, but the key takeaway was be kinder to people because you have, everyone has stuff going on in their life and no one discusses it at work because everyone's trying to be like the best, most successful version of themselves. But the fact is everybody does. So, you know, it's not only us within a community or within an office or within our own families, but also as brands, we should understand that people aren't living these perfect lives. And so us talking down to them or talking in like a one way isn't very helpful. So to be fair, I think that was the most surprising talk that I attended at advertising week because I, I didn't expect anyone to be that real. Um, and it was very real. So I, you know, and it was interesting for him to hear that apparently most of the talks that he attended where he was like excited, everyone had kind of left with a meditation as your friend. You should definitely try and like live more in the present. Um, Serena Williams, um, apparently that was her big uh, takeaway, um, and another few people as well. So I think, again, it's this idea of being more empathetic as an industry, not only as individuals ourselves within the industry, but also right. just to everyone around us.
1: Yeah, I do think some of the stages on the ground at Advertising we can provide that, right? So you have quite a few big names, and a lot of those rooms are smaller conference rooms that right. you're kind of just cramming in at least like maybe 50 to 60 people, right? So yeah. you're on the same level as a CEO of a, a lot of these different companies just sitting there. So I do think it humanizes a lot of the speakers who are on panels, Um but at the same time, there's so much work to be done. It needs to be more. So that said, looking forward, yeah. if, if you gave Advertising Week one piece of advice on
0: how to move forward, how to continue to make a better event every year, what would that be? Um, I think I'd quite like to see more keynotes. I understand that panels are great, um, but I would like to see more opinions out there based on this is a particular viewpoint and you know this is how we're thinking about moving things forward. I think panels... Um, and don't get me wrong, they are helpful, but I think there's just so many panels that I feel like sometimes you're never getting to that, like, root truth of what does one person really think and then and how we, I guess, how it can change and influence your own thinking. Um, I'd also like to see us trying to solve more problems. Like, I feel like it was interesting. Some of the talks I went to were, like, how does the advertising industry help keep journalism you know, alive and independent. It's very interesting that the Bank of America say that they deliberately spend a lot of money in news because they think it's important to ensure that news is well-funded, which arguably is a great reason to be there, you know. And I think more things around, I guess, taking a stand and why you took that stand and also how scary it is to take that stand, I think. Um, And I think that's why I quite like South by Southwest as a conference which is that people are going in saying, we tried this thing. It didn't actually work very well. We then tried this other thing and this actually worked. I think we like to talk a lot about the successes, but it would be inter- It would be more interesting to actually see the process and the failures. And I guess an open call for collaboration for people to actually then help to like up-level the entire industry. So I'd like us to take ourselves a little less seriously and and recognize that we don't have all the answers and that's okay.
1: Yeah, I think that's hard when you're Usually only sharing case studies. And right. The challenge now, already at the end, when you're writing this case study or presenting it, is not really the challenge that you actually felt when you were in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to address. And I don't think, you know, brands want to admit that a little bit. There's sure. some things that are just, they rather be left unsaid. But for instance, like gaming, right? <laughs> Having a panel, I have yet to see a panel that's just like, it's extremely hard for a brand to get into gaming if you're not fully aligned to gaming right. world. And how do you even do that? And brands don't know. But I haven't seen a panel yet that was just like, listen, like this is ridiculously hard. This is the stuff we've learned. This yeah. is like even the whole gaming influencer world is completely different too, right? Yeah. And most of the time, you were actually sitting on a gaming panel.
0: Yeah, I mean, the panel that I was um, that I participated in this week was uh, a conversation around does um, game design influence the future of advertising? So I um, was lucky enough to be invited on that panel by the Forays, um, And essentially was talking about this idea that people want like autonomy in their day-to-day life, in the media that they choose. And we're seeing this crazy rise in gaming because the platforms themselves now allow for this open world experience. So you can choose where you want to go. You can pick up whatever, you know, weapon or, you know, journey that you want to go on. You, want, you can interact with different characters. So... It's actually more akin to having like a a real world experience, but in a digital landscape. And we were talking about why that's going to be interesting for advertisers moving forward, because as we see more and more media that will be fully interactive. So, you know, audio, the fact that you can speak to a smart speaker and pretty much ask it anything. How are brands building for an experience where anyone might be in your branded experience and they want to ask you anything? And how do you make sure you're building for an answer for that? And so it's not only just, I guess, the things that you can learn from maybe being present in a video game, but actually how do you take the principles of why video game interactions are now really popular and how you actually port that across to other experiences. So I know that we've talked previously around, you know, Netflix dabbling in choose your own adventure stories um, with Black Mirror's Bandersnatch, but they've said that they want to do more of that in the future. And I think what we're going to start to see is gaming influence in interactive experiences across all media. And I think that rather than worrying about, you know, how do I make sure that I've got an out-of-home poster maybe in the next, like, Forza, it'll be, you know, what are the added value experiences that we can provide to someone in a gaming environment, but also what can we learn from what people enjoy and, and why they spend so much time in a gaming environment and how do we make sure that brands can create similar sort of ecosystems? Yeah. So, I mean, that
1: seems like a pretty daunting thing when you're a brand, right? You're like, where do I fit into that ecosystem? Yeah. I mean, it is it's
0: scary. And, and something I mentioned on the panel was like, even if you take some of the feedback that you get on Twitter, like Twitter, quite honestly, is where you're probably most disgruntled customer is. They're complaining at you for some reason. You've upset them in some way. And the reality is... Sounds
1: like you're speaking from personal. I mean, again, (laughs) I know I've
0: mentioned this on the pod before, but airlines, I I see you and I'm tweeting at you in an angry fashion sometimes. I apologize. Um, (laughs) But if you could solve for, say, the five most common things that people get really angry about, that you have already had a heads up on, on Twitter, but you solve for that in a range of different media environments what can you learn from that? And then once you start learning about those interactions, what are the next things that you could start solving for? So it would be like, take those five responses, those five angry questions that you get on Twitter, maybe create an automated response for that in a Twitter environment with like a chatbot. Maybe it's about making sure that if you have a skill or like an utterance that covers off your brand in a audio environment, how do you make sure that you're solving for those Five things there as well. And sort of doing that just across the board and then seeing, you know, listen, what do people then say? Do they get more angry? Do they get less angry? Like essentially creating a learning agenda because it is daunting. It is scary to be like, how do you create a new open world of your brand? That is a scary task. But if you can just solve for some of the biggest gripes that people have, but just try it in different mediums, then at least you're getting somewhere and it doesn't, and you can sort of like take it bite by bite rather than assuming it's going to be everything at once. All right, lightning round. Oh, okay. Most interesting fact you've learned? That female representation um, in the advertising and media landscape is actually declining year on year. It was troubled by the fact that we've been talking a lot about diversity and inclusion, yet we're seeing it go backwards. So I was a little bit upset to hear that. But hey, as long as we know that it's happening, we can do something about it.
1: Most interesting person or company you met?
0: Ooh. So I recently met Triple Lift at Cannes um, and actually bumped into them again, just on the floor, wandering around. As you do at Adweek, you bump into lots of people um, and just had a very interesting conversation about the future of brands in streaming content. And I think there's some really interesting conversations to be that had there, so I won't give it all away. I'll, we'll obviously be speaking to all of our clients about it first, um, but yeah, I think definitely ones to watch.
1: How has Advertising Week reminded you, if it has, why you love this business?
0: It reminds me of how many different random types of people are in it, which is a good thing. And you know, I would like to see more random different types of people in it too. I think it reminds me that there's still definitely hurdles to get over. It reminds me that people are hungry to do good work, which is great, you know, and it's good to see. And, and the work that, you know, was shown, obviously shown for a reason, is good work. I just think we can't rest on our laurels. And I think that I know this is meant to be a moment of reflection to, to celebrate stuff that people have learned through the year. But um, I think we should also just be questioning a little bit more as well.
1: Thanks for joining the pod again, No, thanks Sarah. for having me. What is this, number 10 now? Maybe.
0: I don't know. Maybe. I haven't been keeping track, but I should probably. At least five. Yeah. yeah definitely. We promised
1: you so many things, like t-shirts and <laughs> right? I know. and I'm water like, bottles. Where's my now? regular
0: slot, yeah. I feel? Maybe it's just like gripe <laughs> corner, because I feel like that's definitely what I've delivered, that type of energy this week.
1: <laughs> thanks for listening in today. Uh, reminder that you can always hear us anywhere you hear a pod, and perish the thought. Give us a like. I'll take it. Oh, mm-hmm.